Can you imagine if there's a dating app for that? <laughs> Depression mingle. <laughs> Hey, this is Sugar Honey Bubble Tea. We are back. And this is a podcast aimed to amplify Asian women voices through critical thinking and meaningful conversations. And you are? I am none the other, Ange. <laughs> Hello, I am Toby. And we're back. Before we start today's episode, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Sugar Honey BBT. It's at S-U-G-A-H-O-N-E-Y-B-B-T. And we post a lot of podcast-related segments and contents throughout the week. So make sure you go check it out. Yes. And if you love us, you mm-hmm. will leave us a five-star review on Apple. Yes. If you hate us, you will leave us a five-star <laughs> review on Apple. If you feel indifferent about us, you Ooh. will also <laughs> leave us a five-star <laughs> review on Apple. Um, and same thing goes for PayPal. Yes. <laughs> You can give us money. You can PayPal us um, if you want to support us because Mm -hmm. we work very hard. And uh, you can find the link to PayPal in our uh, Instagram Instagram bio. bio. Yeah. I feel like um, since we've taken a break, uh, which we'll talk about later, that I have no idea how to run a podcast anymore. (laughs) How to be. And also, um, once you give us a PayPal donation, we'll give you a shout out on the pod. Yes, yes, we'll we'll do that. We'll give you an unsolicited anything, advice, whatever we want to say. Yeah. So this week we have uh, a shout out to Teen. Our generous sponsor, Teen. Yes. And Um, Oliver. Teen Oliver, Yeah. I just... Um, Oliver... Just wake up and choke teen. <laughs> and make teen call, call you, you daddy. daddy. <laughs> or teen, wake up and choke. Oh. Your, no, choke. Peter's on your ass so quick. I know. They're like, what are you trying to say? I don't know. Choke your employer by the throat and make him call you daddy. Oh. Teen, wake up and choke a regular ass milk latte at JJ Bean and make it call you daddy. Not affiliated. <laughs> yes, because alternative milk gang. Alternative. <laughs> Will people give us money? This is so random. Okay. Anyway, so we took a break. Um, what was that? Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. It I, was. It was kind of uncool. Uh, like, yeah. I think. I think we took a break because we had to figure out this hosting situation, mm-hmm. and then it kind of turned into like, it was kind of nice to have a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we went, this podcast has ran for what, uh, a year and a half, over a year and a half without a break. Yes. I think we took like the odd, like a week or two, a week here and there just because we were just, because life happens. So, uh, so we take like a couple episodes here and there. Yeah. But we've never really like taken a break break. Yeah. So it was, I I had like this whole cycle of feeling. At first I was anxious because I'm Mm -hmm. like, everyone's going to forget about us on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone will just collectively forget Forget about us. And you know what, you know what it is? It's like, I could see the following numbers go down. Mm. Not a lot, but like just a little bit. And it's just the cost of my anxiety. I'm like, people are forgetting about me. I no longer serve a purpose in this world. <laughs> I am nothing. Yeah. And then I went into like being overly productive. Yeah. But like maybe not 
not necessarily like work or the podcast, but it's more like overly productive in life. Yeah. I'm just like, I have to wake up at 7.15 every day and read a book, you know? Like something I'm like, if I'm not doing this, I have to do something. Yeah. And that's just the whole like society and capitalism getting to me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't know how to rest because rest feels like a luxury. Mm-hmm. And then I went into doubt. I'm like, is this even what I want to do? What if <laughs> I just cancel the entire podcast? <laughs> just put it on pause, but forever. <laughs> but forever. <laughs> We're just going to take a break. And so I went, in, I went through this whole roller coaster of emotions and then i went into calm <laughs> i'm like okay no i need to calm down that's fine and then i went into focus on the essential mm-hmm. uh largely due to the book i'm reading essentialism yeah. but then i'm just thinking before we took the break we were doing all this stuff and sometimes we're pumping out contents just mm-hmm. for the sake of pumping out contents mm-hmm. like is it necessary Is anyone here to see this or are we just doing it because I have to post something on Tuesdays? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that got me thinking a lot about like our direction and like what we want to essentially do or Mm -hmm. our purpose. And that's why you see like our intro has changed. uh, Our bio has changed a little bit. Um, Just just because like I feel like we could be better focused on the things Mm -hmm. that we want actually want to say. Like, I don't know... Like, I, I feel like sometimes I go into these, like, like um, transition period where I feel like, oh, like, this is this is interesting. This is what people want to hear. Let's talk about it. But it's not necessarily our purpose or a mission mm-hmm. of the podcast. So that's how I felt. <laughs> how's, how's your mental health? Uh, it was, it was not great. Like, I just... I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of like on the verge of burning out. So I'm like really fatigued. But right now? Yeah. Yes. At this moment. <laughs> well, I've been feeling like this for about a month-ish. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. But um, I think it's going to it's gonna get better. Brighter days are ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just... <laughs> now I'm just like lying in my deathbed. I'm like, it's fine, <laughs> everyone. Do you feel like... Um, because we talk about mental health so much on this podcast mm-hmm. and uh, most people who listen to us knows that like we pretty much quote unquote no, like trying to normalize, normalize. mental mm-hmm. health. Do you think we have as a society normalized mental health? Like if I'm just saying all this and will someone just listen to us and be like, oh, these weak cunts <laughs> taking three weeks off. These what dramatic people. <laughs> Oh. Living their little dramatic life <laughs> of theirs. <laughs> I know. My silly little feelings. Um, yeah. I feel like this year, I mean, like from the past year, like ever since COVID hit, I feel like everyone has been like normalized mental health, mm-hmm. this and that. And it's going to be like a very long process. And this is like just the beginning because I think there's like a full, like the full scope of mental health. I feel like a lot of people don't understand and yeah because it's like so like out of touch with their regular life like Mm -hmm. nobody's like oh my god i'm gonna go learn about bipolar disorder at like like 2 a.m yeah which is (laughs) what i did yesterday yeah so i don't i don't feel like it's like fully normalized i think aspects of it has been normalized yeah yeah Mm -hmm. what's your what's your thought uh i think in order to truly normalize something you have to have understanding of it Mm -hmm. like full understanding of Mm -hmm. it and to me it almost feels like covid has definitely 
push yes. that part uh, uh, in people's mm, regular, like their definition of mental health or like yeah. their perception of mental health. It has definitely helped. Yes. But I think it more so in a way that is more like uh, normalize the stigma of mm. mental health or normalize having feelings or being okay with emotion. Like the the something I hear all the time after COVID is like, it's okay to be to be not okay, mm-hmm. or it's okay to have feelings. You're entitled to your feelings. Yeah. You're entitled to your emotions. So like, it's almost either people really fully feel like it's okay, or it's just something like people are saying. <laughs> it's just <laughs> collectively we're it, all saying it. It just like a little hit saying. Yeah. Or people are actually feeling uh, these mental illness or like. Because of COVID, it's a really pretty tra- traumatic experience, right? Yeah. That a lot of people are having mm-hmm. uh, anxiety or depression mm-hmm. and they understand, oh, that's what it is. And other yeah. people with it, with these conditions, uh, they're f- much more empathetic mm-hmm. towards it. So I don't know if it's like we have fully normalized it, but it was, it definitely feels like uh, the icing on top mm-hmm. has... Yeah, it's it feels like the the first layer. Yeah, is is being normalized. Yes, is being understood. Yeah, but the different like layers of mental illness or different conditions mm-hmm. and the separate uh, mental illness or have not really been fully understood yeah yeah i think it's really easy for us to understand like i'm feeling depressed i'm having like a depressive episode or whatnot but it is different than compared to say like clinical depression or like Mm. bipolar like bipolar disorder like those are not just like feelings that like you like normalize it's Mm -hmm. like things that people live with in their life so it's like we have only just started to look at like the most intro of yeah. everything. Like, oh, yeah. I have feelings, like what you mm-hmm. said, like emotions or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to say or undermine or gaslight anyone's mm-hmm. feelings yeah. or their condition, but I feel like through COVID, it has definitely pushed us into a realm where people are more, much more willing. Mm-hmm. to be understanding or empathetic towards feelings. Yeah. Because I, I was just thinking about this. Like, I live in a society, and by that I mean North America, mm-hmm. um, where people are more empathetic towards mm-hmm. uh, mental illness. Yeah. But I come from a place, which is Asia, that still have, that that is still a little slower in mm-hmm. um, normalizing mental illness. Yeah. So for me... I sometimes will feel that's why if if I'm more much more comfortable with friends than maybe than like my Asian parents or my Asian side of my Asian family mm-hmm. is because I could feel like with my friends or people in my in this society with me they are much more empathetic mm-hmm. with what I'm going through but when I go to the Asian side of my family I'm in this constant struggle where I'm like Oh, I'm okay because it's okay to be not okay, and then, and then immediately I get gaslight by my Asian family. Like, you ungrateful little, yeah. <laughs> you silly little thing, <laughs> living your ungrateful little life. Because being in uh, 
being in that situation where I'm talking about my feelings to my mom, mm-hmm. it's like they're just. I don't think they fully understand what it. I don't think it has normalized for them. I think it's not m- even the emotion part. Mm. I mean, I think it's like coming from like how they grew up or lived their life for so long. It was all about like the material stuff. Like, oh, if I'm like eating good, I have like a roof over my head and stuff. Then that's good. Like, I'm having a good life. So, like, what mm. what's the fuss about like yeah. feelings or like feeling sad? But. I think it's times have changed and mm. maybe it takes some time or, you know, takes a mom to go through depression for them to understand <laughs> what it's like. Mm. So do you think, um, do you think normalizing mental illness in the society has led to glamorizing or romanticizing it? Yeah. For those of you who are not immersed in the TikTok community, <laughs> <laughs> tell the us Gen, Gen Z. So on like TikTok, there's just like a lot of like mental health related content. And it's like been so normalized. Yeah. And it's kind of like form into like the trend of like self-diagnosing and all that. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I feel like it almost has become like cool. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like that's just like my feelings of it. And it's I mean, sometimes I'm like, yeah, maybe does give me like the spark (laughs) (laughs) will you be attracted to someone who is mentally ill i don't i don't know i mean i i had but is that like um that was not like the reason is it because they're mentally ill or is it because you were mentally ill (laughs) it's because (laughs) at the time (laughs) the savior complex the savior complex (laughs) i'm like baby i can walk you through your trauma Uh. But yeah, like you on TikTok, like you definitely see like romanticizing mm-hmm. of depression, depressive episode or like they kind of make it look like it's nothing. Like they talk about it very lightheartedly, which I think could be good. But That's like the, the icing of normalizing. Yes, exactly. Because sometimes I go through these feelings where I'm like, I am so depressed. Like yes. I am so mentally ill. Yeah. And a couple of days later, I'm like, I think I'm okay. You're like, I'm that bitch again. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Yeah. And then I just like, you know what? No, I'm just, I gaslight myself. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm not mentally ill. I think I'm just, I'm fine. Yeah. I think maybe I'm bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> I just have borderline personality disorder. <laughs> Do you think two mentally ill people should date? Okay. Like I had that thought like a while ago and I was like, you know what? It will like only work if a mentally ill person dates another mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. But it might be really, really chaotic and toxic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know how like cancer patients have support groups? <laughs> like, wouldn't it just be like a support group? Or will, will two people just be worse? Like, I don't I don't know. I think it's it depends on your outlook on like depression. Mm-hmm. Like on life yeah yeah because like, two mentally old people can start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but they probably can't fuck each other i don't know <laughs> please i've shut that off like long time ago but i don't i don't know i think it's like because like personally i just kind of treat like mental illness as a thing that 
you have to manage mm-hmm. like a lifelong disease <laughs> you know what i mean and it's oh do you think then are you saying that two mentally ill people can date if they're on the same level of mental illness oh they have or to the have same the stage. same you know what i mean so like it's like you can't i have been depressed for five years and i'm dating someone who has only been depressed for two newly months depressed. <laughs> newly depressed newly no bipolar more. or like you have to match your depression match yeah. your mental illness can you imagine if there's a dating app for that depression mingle <laughs> like christian mingle but like <laughs> depression depression mingle and then you have to stay in your bio how yeah. long you've been depressed <laughs> yes hello i'm toby and i have depression for and just two like, years yeah i wonder if you have if that will work and then we'll just match you with people that have the same not the same years. symptoms or like are on the same oh, antidepressants you can't have the same symptoms then maybe we'll match you like you know how like um opposites attract yeah. like if you're narcissistic you have to be matched with someone who has like anxiety self-image issues oh <laughs> so you can help each other out it's just like the most toxic of all yeah match yeah so like the extreme of each end will match like so if you're on the spectrum you gotta be like on the (laughs) extreme end of the spectrum we have to go on shark tank oh my god (laughs) (laughs) like i have an idea for a dating app yeah i don't know like that would be bizarre i I had been entangled with men who had like mental illness yeah or was like going through depression and stuff like that Mm. But I think at the time I was like quite newly depressed. <laughs> no, they're, like, they're no. also quite newly depressed. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm oh. not sure. But oh. see, here's the thing about depression, because it's like being entangled in mental illness myself. I'm like, yeah, like sometimes I don't want to get better. Like I just need to like simmer for a little bit. And yeah. like, like, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Da, da, da. But yeah. now that like for a while, I'm kind of like, okay, like it's okay to not be okay. But like, what can I do for myself when I'm not feeling okay? Mm, mm-hmm. Almost like that narrative. Cause I'm like so tired for feeling like that. Like, cause I don't know if two mentally ill people should date. Like mm-hmm. with that being the starting point, yeah. like you're mentally ill, I'm mentally ill too. Let's mm, date. Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Sparks. Like, I don't, I don't know if, it's almost like a trauma uh, bonding. bonding. Mm. It's like, oh, you, the, both people are super empathetic towards each other. Yes. That it might just not go anywhere if, if they're not proactive, proactive enough in um, helping themselves. Yeah. I'm not saying that the one person should help the other person, but I think yeah. at least one person should be more proactive to the situation. Yeah. Um, in in helping and having more patience and helping both parties. Mm. Um, Because if, just like you said, like if you're just simmering in that, then both people would just simmer in that. Yes. And that's, I don't know if that's healthy. No, it did not work. (laughs) It's like support group gone rogue. Yeah. 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 It it was hard because it just like, I think it's kind of like not, like you're at that point you're not really living with your condition condition yeah. then mm-hmm. you're just like that's just become you but like you're so much more mm-hmm. than sometimes your feelings or like your mental illness or whatnot so yeah like i just think you're so much more than that as a person so right. just and you recognize that <laughs> real eyes real eyes <laughs> real eyes recognize 
Right, right. Yeah. How how is it uh how has it been dating with mental illness? Oh, it's been like really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially this year, like I have really just feel like I can't like sometimes I just don't know how to function or like I'll just act like I get in my own head. Like I'll like go on a date and the entire time I'm just like, oh my God, I'm acting so weird right now. Like I'm acting so like, yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm just like, here I go again, like being fucking depressed. Like, like I just like go through that entire thing. And then like afterwards I'll go home and I'm like, that was silly. Like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It, and sometimes it's like, I will, or like, I will like go and like talk about like, my feelings and like to the other person to the other person like oh i like struggle with depression and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then afterwards i would just feel like i had just been in therapy for like two hours so you just like develop a friendship and you no longer want to fuck fuck the person (laughs) (laughs) because i would be like fucking my therapist and why would i do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) might as well fuck your therapist hello (laughs) but yeah Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. It's it's not like the easiest for sure. I think a lot of people like wouldn't know they're dealing with mental illness when they're dating, and that's just they kind of blame it on the nature of dating. Mm, Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's like oh, this is just what dating is. Like people just play these games, and then I just have to feel sad, and but maybe they just have depression. They just don't know. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, do people think I'm just like a huge bitch? You know, like when I'm like. No, if anything, I, people think I'm the huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> you know, like how when you're in the middle of a social situation and you suddenly feel really depressed for no reason? Yes. And sometimes that would happen. I'm like, oh, no. You know that meme where like the, the man in the corner, that yes. black and white meme? Yes. And then just people mingling and they're just like in the corner. Yeah, holding a cup. Like. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like that, but like. I'm like, nobody knows I want to go home and masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be here. You're like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, like that's always, that's kind of like my struggle. Like I can't fall into that and I wouldn't like immediately verbalize it. I'll just kind of simmer in it. Like mid-date, like you will be like on appetizer and you're like, yeah, I'm depressed. I'm so depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or like I'll go over to like some like I'll go over to the other person's house and like in the middle of it I'm like, oh my god I'm so depressed right now, right? Yeah, right. There's a do you know Modern Love? It started out I think as a podcast sort of. Book. I've heard about it, but yeah, and watched. so they had like a, a series mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. More money to Jeff Bezos, but anyways. <laughs> um, and there was one episode where it's Anne Hathaway yeah. who. Uh, the, who who acts as um so she she was like someone dealing with bipolar issues but her bipolar are very very extreme mm-hmm. um so she would go on like five days of being really really happy just like extremely um joyous yeah and then the sixth day she just like would fall into a deep deep depression yeah but she so the so the uh the episode talks about her going on a uh, like promising a guy yeah to go on a date when she was really happy and then on the day (laughs) of the date she fell into a depression and never made it to the place yeah and so 
and there was one part where uh, she still forced herself to go on the date, mm-hmm. and she felt she was just like in really shitty, shitty uh, place in her life, or mm-hmm. like in, in her emotions, and so mm-hmm. she didn't enjoy herself on the date mm-hmm. too. But anyways, that series or yeah. that episode like really focuses on like um, living with the condition, mm-hmm. and it kind of remind me of that. Where you're just midday and you're like, this is it. I'm really just depressed. Me, me after eating my burrata, I'm like, this it. I have depression. <laughs> I am depressed. <laughs> yeah. But how, mm. how do you feel like being in a relationship with, with mental health? <laughs> with, with depression. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's different because, well, I don't know if it is that different. At least there's less of the, um, like, does he like me? Does he not yeah, like me? Yeah, that yeah. that whole game thing. But yeah. it's more so like, don't want to disappoint my partner. Yeah. Because um, I, mean, I, I think my partner is mentally strong. So <laughs> <laughs> how do you say the mentally opposite strong. of someone without mental illness? Like how, like, I think he's, yeah. Good I mental think, health. Yeah, he has, he has good, good mental, mental health. health. Yeah. So, uh, not to my knowledge, I don't think he has ever experienced um, mental illness to the mm-hmm. degree that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sometimes I feel hard to like voice my concern or emotions mm-hmm. because I will have days where I'm like, it's really bad. And uh, and I know he will be completely empathetic. Yeah. But I think there's um good, there, there's pros and cons to mm-hmm. it. The pros are that... Um, that he can always be more proactive. Right. And that's what I mean by like, I think at least one person should, because I could be in like really shitty spot. Mm -hmm. And if he wasn't really proactive in like, Hey, let's help you through this or let's um, get you out of here or whatever, then I think I would just simmer in that much longer than I intend to. Yeah. Um, But the con is maybe he deep down, like I know maybe he would never understand what mm. it is to, to have, that extent. Yeah, to yeah. that extent because the other person has never lived through it. Yes. And so the empathy, I wonder if it will be enough. Right. And so there are times where I'm in a really bad place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should tell my partner mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I don't know if, like sometimes I just need to be in depression. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to simmer there. I just need to be in depression. And if I talk about it, I feel like he will be really worried and wants to get me out of it like soon or like, but it's not about that. Mm -hmm. It's about me just having to talk about my feelings and then I'll be okay. I know I'll be okay. Yeah. I just need to be here for now. And people without mental illness, I don't know if they understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like talking to my parents almost. They're yes. like, they're so worried about you that they want you to be okay. Yeah. So they're trying everything there to make you okay. But then that probably just isn't working because it could make me feel like, um, like stressed. Yes. Or a lot of pressure to be like, oh my God, I can't let them down. I don't want to disappoint people I love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think so, a lot of the times people think of like depression and mental illness, they're like, oh, I have to like help you. I have to like bring you to this brighter place or like help you get better solve your problem but that's a lot of times that's not what they need it's Mm -hmm. almost like 
you just have to like be there with them mm -hmm. and hold them like you don't have to do anything it's almost just like imagine like just holding something and yeah. throughout in like a very steady kind of way yeah. i think that's yeah that's it because the opposite of depression isn't happiness it's like calm yeah it's like being like stable and balanced yeah because if it's happiness in the, this bipolar like it's just a fucking <laughs> roller coaster every fucking week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but definitely like to end this episode uh I, I think we're we're doing well in terms of like mm -hmm. normal, quote unquote normalizing mental illness uh, because we have always been known to like talk about it so openly. Yeah, even yeah. with our friends, we're just like, yeah, I'm just really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and and I could I did see a shift in our friends, like our friend group, to be more like more yeah. understanding when we're going yeah. through the fields and stuff yeah. um because we seem to be the only two people <laughs> that like sometimes around. in the middle of a social situation we just like, when i just lie down and stop talking yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then i'll text you some memes and i'll be like yeah i get yeah, it I'm, that's it because it's so hard for you to leave a social situation by saying i just want to go home it's like uh, like someone is about to slit your throat or something so you just have you just wait it out until everyone is all tired. I'm like, can you just leave so I can leave? <laughs> yeah. So you're like waiting for someone to yeah. like leave so you could be like, oh yeah, I, I should leave too. Just but like it's like going. for some reason it's so difficult. I know. I don't know what's my problem. Just my like trauma coping thing. Yeah. And then me is like for me is like I'm so good at telling people I want to leave, but then immediately when I say it, I'm like, I feel so bad. <laughs> Does people think I'm selfish? Me leaving on a weekday at 9 p.m.? <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we should, like, have a code, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, if we want to leave, we do, like, a... a like a... <laughs> like a I little song. I don't know. Like some, like, gang sign? Yeah. <laughs> we'll develop that. Yeah, we'll, we'll develop, de that we'll develop a gang sign. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, it's nice to be back though. I feel yeah, like I, I lost a sense of purpose just now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, like it's good to be back and that now I'm like, oh, I actually feel like I'm ready to do this again. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so yeah. definitely. Uh, it's so nice to uh, be back recording because mm -hmm. I miss talking nonsense <laughs> to people and getting donations for it. it yeah oh uh thank you teen for supporting us thank uh we you. love you um and just wake up and make anything anyone call you daddy <laughs> that's it <laughs> just grab anyone by its throat yeah yeah um lastly if you like today's episode or if you want to share your thoughts with us you can follow us on instagram at sugarhoneybbt it's at s-u-g-a-h-o-n-e-y-b-b-t and you can also find us separately at bbt mommy and as sensitive bow that's right and remember whether you love us hate us feel indifferent about us uh you can always go to apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review and you can also paypal us and support us um pay for our therapist <laughs> <laughs> all right and that's it bye bye, bye.